here's a message from Ken Lavica. It's Tuesday after the opening full weekend of college football, and just like he likes it, all eyes are on Coach Prime. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Well, here we go. We went into the weekend, and and the last couple of weeks. And I sort of chuckled about it. Fox Fox was going all out with their preview of Colorado and TCU. Colorado won win a year ago. TCU, yes, national championship game a year ago, but then completely wrecked by graduation, including their only serviceable offensive player. But we had cartoon animations and constant Dion wearing cowboy hats and Fox sold out. I mean, they were going all out for this thing. Never has Colorado TCU been mm. something where a network has gone all in to satiate the nation's college football needs. And I thought, my God, this is so overblown for a one-win team against a TCU team that's unrecognizable now. I mean, over the top. Yet here we are. Because when Coach Prime does something big time, Coach Prime's going to let you know about it. Mm. Uh, Colorado, Colorado, watching them play football on Saturday in the win over TCU, like that was electrifying stuff. That was from Dion and that team as advertised for me. I mean, I, I thoroughly, Theo, enjoyed watching that team play football. They don't play a lick of defense. But, man, I love watching them wing that ball around the yard, all those athletes, all those dudes. That's good quality entertainment on a Saturday afternoon. Well, I mean, you said they don't play a lick of defense. I would argue they got a guy in, in Travis Hunter that plays. Okay, one guy. Yeah, yeah. And then they have that white 43, that white yeah. safety who plays some defense. The white those safety. Two. Unfortunately, there's nine other guys who don't play defense. Yes, and that front seven is, is, is toast. They're going to get shredded by Oregon and USC. But it, it was fun while it lasted against TCU. The, the win was huge. And the biggest thing was, like, dude, like, they're like a serious college football program that can beat some of these Pac-12 teams that are gonna like, or, or what's left of the Pac-12 that's going to like give us a lot of big highlights. Like, I'm excited about Colorado football now. I mean, I I'm trying to figure out. I mean, what, the the proof, the proof, the blueprint that that Deion Sanders is putting out there. Trying to wrap my head around it. Let, let's. Who's the the running back, the speedy running back who had the uh, the, the game winning touchdown Saturday? That's Dylan Edwards. The, let's let's listen to to Gus Johnson, Fox, uh, how he described Dylan Edwards' game winning touchdown with four and a half minutes left to go in Fort Worth on Saturday. Sanders on his back foot, caught first down and more down the sideline. Stop and start, Edwards. Touchdown, Colorado! Whoa! Speedster. It's electrifying. That's big stuff right there. And so that then led to after the game, we got peak Dion. We got peak Dion, chip on shoulder. I read everything. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. You don't know anything about me. I'm prime. We got Dion Sanders is his full Full animosity aimed at one singular reporter. Listen to this after the win over TCU. What's up, boss? You believe that? You, you, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. Do you believe that? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. I ran through that bull junkie wrote that. I ran through that. I sifted through all that. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. Do you believe? You don't believe. You just answered it. You don't believe. Next question. So that's <laughs> that's peak prime right there. Uh, he's never one to back down from a verbal confrontation. Yeah. And it's clear, and he did this at Jackson State too. He knows what people write. He knows what people say. And he loves to throw it back in your face. Okay? Um, 
that that was one of the more enjoyable college football experiences just as a fan as a viewer that I've had in an awful long time seeing Colorado and TCU just go full bore let's score points let's get after it let's let athletes make plays Travis Hunter playing both ways Shadur Sanders putting balls on the money Shadur Sanders throwing deep balls Uh, I mean it's so smooth with him it is gorgeous again uh white safety number 43 I have no idea who he is he's just laying wood on people it was it was awesome it was awesome. And I knew that was coming. We all knew that was coming if Colorado won that game. We all knew oh, that yeah. was coming, right? I mean, the the post you knew the post game would almost somehow like usurp the the actual game, which was amazing, full of highlights and electricity, just because they couldn't wait to to try and give the naysayers and the doubters or the quote unquote non believers uh their, a little bit of that medicine. But I mean, let's let's the one thing I didn't like about it, about all of that was like <sighs> It kind of feels a little premature. Like, am I tripping on so, their behalf for them so to have the, the – the- Let me let me ask you, are you a believer, <laughs> Theo? Simple question, are you a believer? What's so funny? Are you a believer? I'm a believer. Stone, are you a believer? I'm a believer. I'm a believer, man. I believe. I went on this air in 2012 after game one where Geno Smith, through eight touchdown passes and 656 yards against Baylor. And I, as a young radio professional, made the following proclamation. No matter what anybody else does the rest of the year, that was a prodigious performance. Give Geno Smith the Heisman (laughs) Trophy. I, as much as anybody knows, that 1-0 is great, but 1-0 ain't telling the whole story. I believe that what I saw Saturday was entertaining. Has Dion made some earth-shattering, platform-changing, access-shifting maneuver in college football? That still remains to be seen. Dion Sanders has proven nothing yet. Nothing. He won one game against TCU in year one at Colorado. So far, so good. Guess what? 11 more games to go. Mm. To me, Stick in the mud, and man. I don't want, I don't want, and I'm sure because it becomes a family affair. As soon as you say anything anti-Dion, here comes Dion. Here comes his sons on social media. Here comes his son, the non-football player with the camera, his social media CEO. Like they're going to come at you. Um. It's pretty convenient, by the way, that some of the biggest names in media are shamelessly making sure they tag Deion Sanders with all their praise of Shador oh, yeah. and all their praise of his coaching because they want that cheap Deion Sanders retweet. Oh, yeah. They want Deion Sanders to know, we, we, I, Colin Cowherd, I am a believer. He's just one of many, not trying to single him out. I believe. Retweet me, please, 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 please. Retweet me, Deion, please, 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 please. I mean, it is shameless and pathetic. And I, I will not do that. Not me, Ken Levicka. Uh-uh. I'm not doing that. Dion's product Saturday with those dudes was awesome. Shooter Sanders signed me up. Mm. Travis Hunter signed me up. That was a clean ball game. Those Dylan dudes, Edwards. that was uh, Dylan Edwards. Those were, and by the way, it's, it's usual to see sloppy football, no matter the coach, no matter the roster, week one. Because, again, no preseason, so you go out there and things are a little bit dicey. Ask Dabo how that went yeah, last I was night, okay? Say. Yikes. That was a clean performance from Colorado. It was disciplined. They didn't commit penalties. They hung on to the football. They looked like the better team. They they were the better team. Because it, it wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh, it, one got away from TCU. Right. Like, from the kickoff yeah. until the end, it was TCU like, was always chasing. Yeah. Always chasing. Always chasing. Always on the back foot. But but this response again from Dion. Let's hear it one more time. Dion Sanders, he wants to shove it in your face. You said Tom Luganbill of ESPN, that this might be one of the worst rosters I've ever seen outside of the skill position players. People said, oh, he, 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 he upended the locker room when he took over in Boulder and brought all his guys in as he put it, his Louie. Uh, no, Dion. Dion says, I won this game at TCU, so now you're going to hear about it. Dion Sanders, take it away. What's up, boss? You believe that? You, you, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. Do you believe that? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. I ran through that bull junkie wrote that. I ran through that. I sifted through all that. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. Do you believe? You don't believe. You just answered it. You don't believe. Next question.
I believe that Deion Sanders was fully capable of getting his team ready for week one. There's still a whole lot more that I need to see. To me, Deion Sanders proved that, yeah, he's got dudes. Other than that, I need more. I need more. Wow. I need more. Wow. What did Deion Sanders prove Saturday? What did Deion Sanders prove Saturday? Because hearing that, Theo, hearing that, Stone, do you believe, do you believe, do you believe? That's that's one game. Premature glow, yeah. Again, I watched Geno Smith throw for eight touchdowns and almost 700 yards in a college game in a week one over Baylor. Okay? And then after that, what happened? Well, he was fine. He was fine. He was fine. If Deion Sanders is just fine, that's not going to cut it. Not with the bravado, not with the marching in with cameras, everything's a reality show, not with completely tearing away almost every scholarship from the players that were previously there and saying, I'm bringing in my Louie. That fine's not going to cut it. That was a hell of a win. But there's still 11 more games left to go in year one for Deion. He hasn't proven anything to me. Mm. I don't believe quite yet. I don't believe quite yet. And that the audacity to, do you believe now? Do you believe now? Deion. Like, that's not sustainable. If you're going to do that every single game, that is not sustainable for your team, for you, for anybody's sanity. That one game at a time, bleep off, I saw what you wrote, that's not sustainable for consistent success in big-time college football. What did Deion Sanders prove on Saturday? For me, he proved he could get his team ready for week one. Other than that, I'll wait for more. Nothing. What did Deion Sanders prove Saturday? He's got dudes. Other than that, nothing. What did Deion Sanders prove on Saturday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Because, Stone, I'm seeing a whole lot of people jump on the Deion train now. Because it's convenient. Because you want the validation of Deion saying, I knew you believed. I know you're on board with Colorado. I know that you've jumped... On the buff train, everybody wants that Deion Sanders validation because it's not fun to be on the receiving end of, well, maybe I still have questions about this. Like he is, Deion's very Trumpian. He's very Trumpian. You're either with me if you're not. If you're not with me, I'm going to tear you down. If you are with me, welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. Deion has a lot of Trump in him, okay? Mm. Um, that's why people love Trump. Because it's very much, you you love to be in his warm embrace. Yeah. Um, even if it means prison time for you eventually. You love to be in, in his warm embrace because it feels good. Mm. He makes you feel good. Dion makes you feel good. But for me, I need to see more than one damn college football game with a guy in Travis Hunter. You're playing 160 snaps in one game. That also, not sustainable, nor is it fair for someone who has millions on the line. There, I said that. The like nat- 120 the, snaps. I think it's like 135. I don't know. We've seen a bunch of different numbers. But listen, the, the, the discourse. But think about Nashville. it with Travis Hunter. The fact we can't get a, a discernible number on that. It's in the 120, 130 range. Like, that's obscene. It's just how he likes it, baby. It's just how he likes it. Listen, the discourse from the national media as far as how they were covering Colorado then till now is going to be studied in textbooks, I think, in decades. Like, yeah. seriously, the complete Well, that's why you hire him. It, 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 100% oh. is why you hire him. But I, can I want to ask you, if you're not – fully there yet what does next week do if the Cornhuskers of nebraska and matt rule if they walk into boulder i'm out of here i'm just saying nebraska, what does it do what conversation nebraska do we have just next monday came off of a 10-7 loss at yeah. the buzzard of minnesota or gonna, whatever it was stop nebraska and matt rule or, or it was 13-10 or something and their only touchdown was off of a botched uh, wide receiver pass yeah. that hit the ground uh, and then got scooped up, and then the quarterback finds a, a pass catcher in the end zone for a touchdown on Thursday night. Uh, at home against Nebraska, a team that hasn't won a single digit dis- or a single scored uh, game in the last three or four years, like, great, awesome. If they continue to play electrifying football, again, I love the product. But here's what happens when it comes to Dion. If you're saying, hey, I'd love if you showed me more because it's one game, you get you get labeled a hater. You get labeled anti Dion because that's what Dion does to you. Yeah. Dion says, if you're not giving me overt praise at all times, then you're dead to me. That's what Dion does, and that's what he does to the general public. So you want to talk about um, oh, uh, what, what he's done for how Colorado gets covered. It's going to be in textbooks. It's also going to be in textbooks how Dion brainwashes everybody around him to be a walking shill. 
at all times. To be a lemming, a Dion lemming. Just because I'm not quite there yet because it's been one game doesn't mean that I hate Dion. I love the braggadocio. I love what he said about Travis Hunter at halftime on the Fox broadcast saying he is him. Travis Hunter is him. He's dropped two deep balls, and uh, I think that in December, the Heisman's going to be right there for him. Yeah. I, I love that stuff. But don't sit here and start targeting journalists after one game because they dare to have questions about your approach of tearing scholarships, something that's never been done, tearing scholarships away from guys who had earned them to get into that program and and doing it in a very, very, very unfair manner. Hey, I got Louie coming in. I got Louie coming in. Treating college like the NFL. So if it works, it works. But don't, don't automatically assume that everybody has to be on board. I don't think he's even assuming everybody has to be on board. He just wants to belittle those who aren't on board. He and loves I'm fine. It. I'm fine with that, but here's my only problem with what he did post game 2 is like if you really believe and if you're really that confident in this bunch that you guys are going to be rallying off wins week after week that you guys are going to be a competitor that you're going to have people in the Heisman race you don't celebrate a week 1 win in the way that they did. You don't already start calling for receipts like Robert Sala did. Uh, you know, midway through the NFL season last year, and we see how that ended up. Like, that's my only problem with it. I love the braggadocio. I love the the exuberance, the confidence, the cockiness, the swagger that Colorado plays with. But over-celebrating the week one win over a team that had, like, 20 starters turn- turnover, um, it just, to me, it's not as a – it's less appealing as a fan of those kind of things. But that team is serious. Like, that's one thing that you can't count out in all of this. You might not like the approach. You might not like the aftermath. But, like – what they have on the football field outside of their front seven on defense is like pretty impeccable. And I think they can play with any Pac-12 team not named USC or Oregon. I'm just curious, though, if, if this is how it's going to be after a win. No, no, don't. What's even. it going to be like after a loss? Like, who? I, I just, I don't, I don't see how Dion and the way he, and that's why he was such an unreal player, both in football and baseball. It's because, I mean, guys, uh, there are a lot of guys who are ultra competitive who it could be the most innocuous comment, but that is what fuels them, what drives them. I get that. From a coaching standpoint, I'm not sure that's sustainable. When you're having the kids in that locker room, the young men in that locker room, I, I, I hate using kids, like they're young men, riding that emotional wave with their coach like that, I just don't know how sustainable that is because what happens when you start reaching adversity? There's going to be lashing out. He's got. There's going to be infighting. He's got to be ready for that, though. You think Dion's not prepared for that? He had that at the. I don't think he's experienced it yet. He did in the Celebration Bowl last year when they got their tails whipped. I was going to say South Carolina State whipped them into shape. Okay, and then and then he left Jackson State like two seconds later. Yeah, he didn't even have to sit there and get the full fledged. Because what happens when he got when he left Jackson State? He did not handle the criticism well of, hey, you're abandoning the HBCUs. You said you'd be here forever. He did say that. He said, hey, I'm here to raise the profile of HBCUs. I don't have eyes for anywhere else. And then he did because Colorado came calling. The opportunity came calling. The money came calling. And then when he got criticized for that, for the words he said just two years prior, did he handle it well? The answer to that is no. He did not. He got defensive. So what's going to happen if the adversity comes here? I just don't think this – I'm rooting for him. I am. Might not sound like it. I am. Because this is a nuanced conversation. All I'm saying is that I need Deion Sanders to prove more to me than just one win at TCU. And then he starts attacking people that dare, journalists that dare question um, him coming into a locker room, tearing away scholarships, making everything a reality show, and then getting his five-star dudes on the field. Like, again, those guys are awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It worked. It worked. But again, don't sit here and act like you've done anything yet. Like, And for Dion to sit there and act like he's done something, he's been in this sport too long. He's been in football too long. He's going to tell his kids, hey, you ain't done nothing yet. You ain't done yeah. nothing yet. Yet he's sitting in there on the press conference acting like he's done something. I think that's because I, he knows what's coming. Like, I mean, again, they have a, a great – like, what if we had to sit here and put an arbitrary win total on them now, because I know before the season people were thinking like three wins, four wins. three and a half. I, like, right now I feel like they're like a seven-win team. I mean, they have some easy wins on the schedule. The Colorado States, the Arizona easy, States, easy. the Arizona, the Washington States. Like, they can beat those teams. That's five right there, right off the top. And then they, they might slip up and upset one of these squads. Like, the only real problem they really have, it feels like, is that, like, the front seven on defense, their D-backs are really good. They have weapons on the outside. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, it feels like, in Shadur Sanders. Like, And then the Dylan Edwards cap behind them is, like, 
he's running at NFL speed, and everybody else is running at high school speed, it felt like. Like, those dudes are good. You know who else is 1-0? USC. Uh, you know who else is 1-0? Alabama. Oregon. Oregon. Florida Atlantic. Like, Utah. They look there's, good, too. There's plenty of other 1-0 teams. Florida State. But how many 1-0 teams just beat the team that was in the national championship game last year? Florida State's win over LSU was objectively 10 times more impressive than Colorado beating TCU. No. Based off of no, that. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Absolutely was. It wasn't. I mean, it, was, it, it was. just said more, they lost 20 guys to graduation. To, so to say that, I know that they lost 20 guys to graduation. There's still TCU, a program that has had other guys. They brought in transfers. They got the Alabama running back TCU in there. TCU that had never been at the level that they were Theo, before Theo, last season. That is, and TCU through Colorado, the last eight quarters of football Theo, has played you, no, no defense. That Colorado is absurd. was a 20-point dog. They had 60 dropped on them in the national championship Colorado game. Colorado was on the road, a 20-point dog. And beyond all of that, let's not – they also had a new coach, new quarterback, whole new system, and they were a one-win team last year, and they upset TCU at TCU. We're That's talking, more impressive. We're talking about an LSU team and an FSU team who a lot of people have going to the college football playoffs. Yeah. Like we're talking about five and eight. Now we're talking about two, three, four. Not LSU. Not many people have LSU going to the football playoffs. Um, no, really? they don't. Oof. They don't. Yes, they do. They have, they have Florida State it's going. The fifth-ranked team in the country before yeah, what the are you season talking started. about? Tell me one person that – I mean, I know that there's people out there, but that's not a hot pick. Florida State was a hotter pick for the college football playoff than LSU. Arguably the best receiver core in the nation. They've got one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. They have one of the best interior linebackers in the nation. They didn't play well. We're talking about week one. You lost a football game. But you're talking about an LSU team. You're talking about who pegged them that? Everybody. They were number five. But which Florida State was out. also picked as a college football playoff team. So, yes, one team. Not that as was, much as LSU was. No, Florida State was just as so, much, if not more, so because they're coming out of the ACC. Are you reading? So, no, no, well, no it's look fine. it up. You look can, it up. You, look you up can, the odds. So, but you're, you're kind of almost leaning into the argument in, in a sense of you're talking about both teams who had yes. people picking them to go to the national championship by a lot of the college football playoffs. Yes. And they went head to head. It was a clash of the Titans, yes. opposed to an Art Briles led TCU offense that had no returning players against the Colorado team that we had no clue what. We had, no, we had no expectations for, and the line was like 20 points, and yeah. they won it on the road after being a one-win team last because year. Because how do you put a line you on can't. a team that has completely overhauled its roster? Well, Vegas did. And you know what? The line was 20 points. And TCU got <laughs> – the line got placed on TCU off of brand recognition, not that roster. There was mass exodus due to graduation from a team that was the surprise team of a year ago that hasn't played defense in eight quarters. No, it, it really has everything to do with Vegas having not a damn clue what to do with They that didn't line. know what Colorado was. I have no idea. That's why that win was more substantial than LSU losing to Florida State, who, by the way, substantial and impressive are two different things. Because Florida State impressive. beat another national championship contender, whereas Colorado beat a team that's going to be middle of the pack but, in the Pac-12. But what is Big Colorado? 12. What is Colorado versus what is Florida State? Florida State beating LSU. Colorado, a good they, season for Colorado is going to be six wins. Exactly why beating a team that was in the national championship last year on the road as a 20-point dog is much more impressive and substantial than Florida State beating LSU like they did but last let's year. Let's play this game. Duke beating Clemson. More impressive than Colorado yes. beating TCU. C. Okay. <laughs> what did Deion, what did Deion Sanders prove on Saturday? I see I say well nothing. He good entertaining football, but I say nothing. And was Florida State's win more impressive than Colorado's Hell win? No. What did Deion Sanders prove on Saturday and was Florida State's win more impressive than Colorado's win? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can hit us on social media at KLV1063. 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six in West Palm. Colin is on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Colin? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Yep. Um, listen, Ken, I, there's a lot of things you're saying I agree with. I do want to say this though: you're giving off those vibes of someone who gets invited to their friend's sixth grade or uh, six-year-old birthday party, and you go up to the six-year-old and you're like, "Listen, turning six is great." Turning six is cool, but it's not that impressive. Everyone turns six. <laughs> I think. I think beyond what do, he did, a lot of a lot of the reason why he's so hyped and going at reporters. I think he himself will never admit it. He was a little surprised at how well this plan went week one. Like you guys said, yep. from one and eleven, we won one game last year. You brought in all these new guys. It's not supposed to work yet. We'll see if he's still singing these praises after they probably get waxed by USC. But it's definitely impressive, and in my opinion, more impressive than the Florida State win. 
Appreciate it, Colin. Thank you. I mean, here's Some sense. here here is I. I'm trying, trying, trying not to come off as petty with Dion. I'm not because again, I like it. I like it. I I was watching in amazement as Colorado's play calling was aces on Saturday, and that offensive line. That offensive line play from Colorado, I could not believe what I was watching because Shador was sitting back there Mm. with all the time in the world. And when he didn't have time, you know what he can do? He can just shift to his left. He can shift to his right. He's got a great arm. He's so poised. Yeah, and he throws the most beautiful deep ball. I'll say this, the most beautiful deep ball in college football. Oh, don't do that to Caleb Williams. Don't do that. I mean, Caleb, touch I, on, I, but his touch the is, touch is amazing on, on Shador's ball. For I sure. mean, Jesus, man. It's yeah. like a piece of art. Travis Hunter dropped two sure thing touchdowns in the first half yeah. on Saturday. So I'm not trying to crap all over him. But, I mean, if if someone said, hey, Ken, like, Deion Sanders, do you think he's satisfied? Do you think he's satisfied? I would, And I don't know the man, but knowing that this is a guy who's won championship. This is a guy who played at the top of not only football, but Major League Baseball. Yeah. A guy who did nothing but win at Jackson State unless it was the Celebration Bowl. Yeah. Um, Which he won the year prior. Shout out to the Miak. Did he? I thought he lost. He won the first year. Oh, that's right. He won the first year. And then the Miak came right. through and got retribution. Right. Big um, but but I, w- I would say, no, nah, Deion's not satisfied. Deion's not satisfied. It's one win. But when Deion's going at the reporter like they, they already did something – I'm actually, I was, I knew that was coming. I thought that maybe there would be a chance that maybe Deion would say it's one game. It's one game. It's only one game. But no, there it was. There it was. I told you. Do you believe? Do you believe? What, what football fan should believe after one win? Like, stop. That's unfair for you to say that you thought that he would come in and say it was just one win. In a sense, he did, right? So you're, you're reading the clippings. You're reading the headlines and everything. But in his presser, here and there, he talks about, we just getting this thing rolling. Yeah. We got a lot more in store. We know this was one game. So all of that was in there. Like, he's spoken about all that. It was just the louder stuff that gets clipped, posted, and that's what everyone wants to talk about. He knows that it's one game. I think that's unfair well, to Dion to say that he does clipped and what if the stuff posted eventually seven games from now actually comes true? Do you think he's going to go back and retract what he said? He's going, no. to, uh, he's going to pull back the challenge that he made after week one? Because all of the things, the, hey, uh, th- this is going to be very difficult to pull off. Uh, this isn't sustainable. Um, uh, are they going to be able to hang around in conference, play all those things that were said about him, all the things that were written about the program, those still could all very much come true. I don't see a ring. I don't see a trophy. I don't see more than one game. That's my thing. From a purely in a vacuum, did they accomplish something? The answer is they're 1-0. FAU's 1-0. Wisconsin's 1-0. Alabama's 1-0. But they're 1-0 in a game. NC State's 1-0. What I have to give them credit for is they're 1-0 in a game where Texas State's one and zero. Nobody expected them to win, right? First and foremost, nobody expected them to win. It was it was almost like midway through the game. I'm like, wow, they're actually competing and they're in this one. That's a that's a win in itself. And then they came out with the victory in a game like that. I can understand why the motions took control of them. But again, if you really expect this team to go far, maybe you pump the brakes. Also, championship odds in the preseason: Florida State fifth, LSU tenth. To make the college football playoff. You're talking about a top 10 team to win the national championship. No, Doesn't no, not to win the national to championship. To make the college football playoff. 10. <sighs> and Florida State was fifth. It doesn't change a Florida damn State was, thing. So Florida State better. Who are you stoned just making broad sweeping proclamations off of Vegas that, odds? That proclamation is fine. And it honestly helps. Listen, when LSU oh, goes and beats Alabama on November 4th. What? All that's going to do is make Florida State that win look a lot better than when yes. TCU's 2-8 and eight by that time. I mean, we really can't talk about in a week one what was a bigger win. We won't know until you're right these teams play other teams, but just basing off of solely what happened in week one, Colorado's win over TCU is still much more impressive and more substantial. Going to do more for the Colorado program. I mean, hell, we're talking about Colorado football right now. We talk about Florida State any day. What if they do lose to Nebraska, though? No. It's Matt Rule. Like, let's get serious. I mean, can we talk about that line movement real quick? I, I mean, so Saturday before they kicked off with TCU, it was Nebraska minus eight and a half mm-hmm. in the week two matchup now with it's, Colorado. Now it's Colorado the favorite, right? It's Colorado the be. favorite. And the money's come steaming in so hard that it's Colorado laying an entire field goal against Nebraska. Yeah. The only team that has as many bets on them is the Kansas City Chiefs as the Colorado Buffaloes have right now. There's only one other team 
who more people have bet on than the Colorado Buffaloes, and that's the Kansas City. That's team. bad money too, because uh, Chris Jones ain't ain't walking through that locker room. <laughs> Let's go to Chris in West Palm on Ken Levick alive. What's going on, Chris? This is the big homie. Oh, what's up, big homie? Sorry, homie. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm about, y'all need to kick Theo off the show. I'm, I'm about done with Theo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless you got He's he bandwagging on NFL teams. Now you sitting up here talking about Colorado over T- TCU had the second most turnaround of any college program behind only Colorado. Okay. Colorado brought four and five star recruits. Shador Sanders was a four star recruit coming out. Travis Hunter is a five star recruit. They had much better players. It's not a surprise. LSU has been picked to win the SEC, to beat the Alabamas and the Georgias this year. And Florida State doubled up on them. They almost dropped a 50-burger. Are you really going to sit here and tell me that a better team, Colorado is a better team than TCU, don't let this man know. TCU okay, is talk be to him, big homie. Okay, so big homie, how, since year. you knew Colorado was going to win, how much did you lay on Colorado? How much you lay on the Buffs since you knew that line I, was hey, crazy? I, they I, were twenty point dogs. I got a hundred dollars because Neon Dion is from where? The Florida State Ooh, University. Okay, well, hey, I got nothing to <laughs> so say to you then. You, I got nothing to and, say to you. Hey, and we can put bread on when Philadelphia play Kansas City during the regular season. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. that happen. Let me know if, <laughs> if Chris Jones is back playing. You don't want to do that. I love it. Sans Chris Jones, Man, I can't I talk to you. Chris Jones was non-existent in the Super Bowl. I love Chris it. Jones was non-existent in the Super Bowl, hand. but he got – well, is the ring existent Jaylen on uh, Jalen Hurst's finger? the ball out of his own hand. Homie, is the ring existent on Jalen Hurst's finger? That's what I want to know. Oh, Theo. Like I said. Two-time Super Bowl champ you're talking about there, man. November twentieth is when they play. November twentieth. November twentieth. Well, we're 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 putting we're putting down a big homie Theo Eagles Chiefs bet. I need it again. Objectively, Florida State beating LSU oh. in a in a college football playoff a potential preview. Yeah, that's a more significant win than Colorado beating TCU. It, I'm sorry, Colorado is really exciting, really fun. It's one game. It's At least with match. Florida State. This is a team that comes in with expectations, got the job done against a team that also had massive expectations. They were expected to beat them. Football Speaking in the expectations. South. Football in the South, there are levels to this. What did Deion Sanders prove on Saturday? I say other than winning a game, I don't, I don't think anything. Cannot a believer. I, I, <laughs> I believe that it's a, a fun team to watch. I don't believe that this type of every game after every win. See, I told you, I told you, I don't think that's sustainable. Deion needs to prove more than one game with the overhaul at Colorado. And was Colorado's win more impressive than Florida State's? And I say no. But this is what happens with Deion. As soon as you get nuanced with Deion, dare try to at least ease the helium in the balloon a little bit with Deion, then it becomes a, you're a Deion hater. What did Deion Sanders prove on Saturday? And was Florida State's win more impressive than Colorado's? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He hates Florida State. I'm Ken Levick. Right. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. And I I got to say, Stone, I always thought that Theo knew ball. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a casual because LSU is a world beater. I I just, you are so caught up in the Colorado Kool-Aid right now that you can't see how impressive Florida State absolutely ramrodding LSU on Sunday in the second half was. I thought LSU and Florida State was a good game, and Florida State pulled away in the fourth. But Colorado beating TCU to me is still much more impressive and substantial. Pulled away or bludgeoned, by the way. I mean, they, 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 pulled away or bludgeoned. <laughs> mix but you know both. how these things get in the last 10 minutes? A team is trying to fight to try to stay in it. It was and sort of like take over. Florida State started to pull away, then they walked back to uh, to <laughs> break the uh, the skull yeah. of LSU, yeah. and then walk back and pull away again. Wake me up another college football season where overhyping an LSU team that gets their ass kicked. Dane messages in, hey, Theo, hate us because you ain't us. 2023, FSU 53, Miami 10. 
Book it, Theo. I'm not even hating against FSU. I believed in FSU. I picked FSU to win the ACC this year and make the college football playoff. That's why that win against LSU was more expected than substantial. I was looking at the Clemson game for FSU as the one that I was more worried about, but now, I mean, hell. Uh, Let's see here. Ricky says, if Colorado played Florida State, it would be over by the middle of the second quarter. Once Colorado comes up against a real team, they're going to get smacked around. Okay. So what are you what are you proving there? Because now we're talking about you're, you're playing against Colorado. I I don't think they're as good as Florida State people. Like let's lose our minds. Like Colorado versus TCU is what we're debating. Colorado beating them at TCU mm-hmm. to open the season. New coaching staff, whole new team against a team that at least has some. They had a lot of turnover. Yeah, they lost a lot of graduating seniors. They lost some NFL talent. I mean, Matt Duggan was their guy at quarterback. It was great. Great. I'd actually argue. He got cut, so he's not considered NFL talent. Well, Quinn Johnston was NFL talent. Depending on on the program, I'd argue if that same same roster, no matter the coach, if that same roster was at a USC or at a uh, a Penn State, we'd be expecting them to win in week one. We'd be expecting them. The reason that we're putting, and Theo's putting Colorado on this pedestal is because Dion turns everybody against him, former against him, and and uh, and it's Colorado, so there's no football history there since the 80s. So what it just doesn't, we put them on? We're putting on that, that, that you can say that a TCU team that was racked by graduation that was the anomaly of 2022 college football going there and winning with a bunch of four and five star dudes who have a ton of college experience by the way that this is some triumph greater than Florida State absolutely bloodying LSU on Sunday it was nobody thought their offensive line would play the way that they did maybe it is so here's the thing here's what I will argue for you guys And, and this is a case a point for you guys this case right here Maybe TCU is just trash. Maybe their front seven couldn't get any pressure because they were bad and Colorado's offensive line wasn't good. But what I saw out of Colorado far exceeded my expectations of what they can do in a game like that on the road against the TCU team but that had a lot of turnover. Because you, as much as anybody, watched them with this whole core yeah. at Jackson State. But again, they were going against a, a different level of competition at Jackson State. And they lost the Celebration Bowl on their way out. If you lose the Celebration Bowl with that same contingency, those same core players against the South Carolina State team that I would – I mean, I don't care how much turnover TCU has. South Carolina State isn't getting on the field with TCU and balling out against them. That is a very impressive win for a new coaching staff, a whole new team, and a bunch of guys that just got done getting their ass kicked by a MEAC team. Like, yes, that to me is better than FSU winning a game that I believe they should have won because they're better than LSU – and they're going to be a college football playoff team. Me and Ken aren't saying that you know Colorado's, Colorado's not allowed to be on this pedestal, or we're not saying that it wasn't an actual triumph and wasn't as impressive as it possibly gets. I think there are just levels to it. So I'll see right. your TCU might stink card and raise you. Florida State might be that good and blowing yeah. out an LSU team. So Florida LSU State might be that good. Might be that good. Yes. So when you're when you're one, but I believe two, that already. Y'all are just learning that after the week. But you believe that, but you're also not giving LSU any credit. Like you're just accounting for what Florida State did. You don't know if LSU goes 11-1 and with that one Florida State loss. Obviously, that win's more impressive than a Colorado team who could end the season with five wins. And TCU could end the season with three or four wins. I just have a hard time believing that we're going to have Deion Sanders and Shadur Sanders and Travis Hunter and all of this speed, all these guys, and we're going to treat them like plucky underdogs. Like that's what yeah. that's what Dion's doing though. When he gets in the on 11, when he like, gets in the when he gets in the post game press, he's like, "Do you believe now? Do you believe now? Do you believe in now?" Like he's acting like this is Hoosiers. Bro, how many, like, oh my God, look at how we overperform. No man, you got some of the best players in all of college football. How many, they didn't go no, to Jackson State and Dion no. Sanders many, wasn't there. They were going to go oh. to USC. They were going to go to Alabama. They were, Travis Hunter was sealed and delivered. Tom yeah. Luganbill called these guys the Walking Dead, and it was the worst yes. roster in well, college other football. Other than the skill position players in Tom. I'm not Tom Luganbill. I'm not Tom Luganbill. Just because Tom Luganbill said something sitting on a grainy video in his den or whatever that was, that's not me. I didn't convey that. I have, I give his roster credit, which is why I give Deion's behavior post game a little bit of a kick in the ass because that sucks compared to what he has and what he knows he has. Y'all are being too much prisoners of a moment on the wrong side of you it. You are. You are. You are because you're just had our Jay Williams moment. I, yeah, yeah. No, you <laughs> are. <laughs> 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 and don't lump me into this because Yo. I was in fact you 
graduated all weekend. I literally could not get my eyes off of what? anything Colorado when my ears were open the entire time. I think it's the coolest thing ever. You just triggered because. me talking about it's bigger than the Seminoles and the Tigers. Yeah. It is big. That win for them was bigger than that because what did we learn from the win off of, of FSU over, over LSU? I feel like I didn't learn as much outside of the no, fact that they are what I thought that they would be. Being solidified as a national championship yeah. contender now, especially coming off of Clemson's uh, loss last night, is significantly greater than good start, Colorado. <laughs> like right. That's, that's not just good start, yes, Colorado. It is. Oh, good start, FSU. Phenomenal start, historic start. Phenomenal and historic start for Colorado. Shador Sanders broke the Colorado passing record in one game. Travis Hunter had over 100 yards and an interception. College football is is a passing sport. (laughs) Listen, they they won one game. If you want to talk about records, Casey Thompson for FAU tied the single game touchdown (laughs) passing record on Saturday. By the way, real quick, hey, WPTV, I don't know who's handling that stuff over there on your social media and on your website. Theo, did you work on Saturday? No. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I didn't think so. Uh, all I know is that, hey, guys at WPTV, ladies at WPTV, whoever's in charge of that, like, I know you're super busy, okay? I know you're breaking a lot of people in. Super busy, all right? Uh, but why don't you check with the pros, the experts, before you start calling F- uh, Florida Atlantic's quarterback, Corey Thompson, uh. and then not correcting it on Tuesday, okay? This is Ken Levicka talking. This is, not a, this is not ESPN West Palm talking. This is Ken Levicka talking. Me, as the voice of FAU, hey, WPTV, nobody else got it wrong. Nobody else got it wrong in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. You want to cover FAU like a big program, a big boy program? It's Corey. That's wrong. Casey Thompson. I can't. All right, can't. start. Yeah, I'll let you. I mean, you're right. You're right. We got to get these things right. <laughs> and I pointed it out three days ago and nobody did anything at WPTV. So, guys, come on. Get like on me, it. Cover the hometown team if you're going to cover them. Cover them for real. That's all I'm saying. I don't have the web, web access to, to make it right either. Period. Just consult with the pros, the people who know sports in Palm Beach County and the Tracer Coast, the, the people that have been here for years and years yeah. and years. Theo, Tyree, Keeley, like Casey, okay? I, I Casey ain't hard Thompson. to find. I ain't hard to find. That's right. Listen, we got to get to a break. We also have a caller. But listen, <laughs> Shador Sanders completing 80% of his passes. Oh. Throwing the ball 47 times. 38 of 47, completing 80% with over 500 yards. It's probably the coolest stats, stat line that I've ever seen in, in college football, to be in honest. In his first game, 38, 5. 38 of 47. That means nine balls hit the turf. It means nine balls hit the turf, and he had 500 yards. And a bunch yards. of them hit hands before they hit the turf. <laughs> a few of them did. He's, we learned, that was such a great win. I'm sorry. By the way, the Colorado passing record, like Colorado for <laughs> decades, was one of the best running offenses I in know. all of college football. Look up Rashawn Salam. Dylan Edwards had four touchdowns. Like, yeah, it's good. He looked he looked like a, a guy that's gonna be playing on Sundays as well. Uh, where are we going, Stone? We got Anthony in West Palm Beach. Anthony in West Palm on Ken Levick Alive, who's been waiting patiently while we just yell, yell, yell. What's up, Ant? Hey, what's up, guys, gentlemen? How you doing? Good. Hey, man, I just want to talk about Colorado, man. This is their first game. They're ain't really gonna do anything. They gotta play USC, Washington. Uh, what else? Oregon State. So they're going to have about five, six losses. And so the best record is probably going to be six and six, seven and six. So to be honest, man, you guys are overhyping this team for no reason. Go Florida State. Not though. you guys. Yeah, Theo. just me. Put that on Theo. me, dog. Theo. I, I'm hey, on his train, it's, too. It's Dion's team. He's, he's got a bunch of four- and five-star dudes. I'm saying, hey, you should be winning a game. You should be winning a game. Anthony, appreciate so the TC, call. So, you don't got a bunch of four- or five-star dudes? They got not dudes as many, too. Not as many as Colorado. They brought in transfers as well. Like that, y'all are acting like they folded over their roster and just brought up hey. a bunch of like walk-ons. Hey, let me tell you a Sonny Dykes story. Sonny Dykes walked into uh, Boca Raton on December twenty-first, two thousand and nineteen. He's the head coach of SMU. That's Sonny Dykes. He's the head coach of TCU. And guess what happened? Within our interim coach in Florida Atlantic, down thirty-three players off their roster. Took that ass. Hung a fifty spot. Took that ass. Okay. That's my Sonny Dyke story. How about so that? Dion, all Dion did was take care of business. He also beat Sonny Michigan Dykes. in the college football playoff last year. Dion said yeah, he but, took care of business. And 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 uh, Michigan, what they're what are they doing over the weekend? Their coach <laughs> who self suspended himself. They're holding up four in honor of their coach. I want my coach back. I want my coach back. Well, it's on your coach that he's not here because he can't stop being a serial liar. And then he suspended himself. Like the Big Ten leads the nation. It, they're not the best football conference in the nation, but they lead the nation in the worst and uh, most uh, absolutely tone-deaf coach celebrations, 
and coach commemorations, whether it's Northwestern after Pat Fitzgerald gets fired, uh, wearing shirts to commemorate their coach who allegedly allowed sexual harassment to take place in his locker room, whether it's Penn State. Said, oh, Joe Pa, we love you, Joe Pa. We love you, Joe Pa. Oh, I didn't know uh, that there was alleged rape happening in the showers at Penn State. And now we've got Jim Harbaugh. Oh, coach, we miss you, coach. You're being wronged, even though he spent it himself. Like, what are we doing? What Big Ten, what are we doing? Didn't Ryan Day have a, like, OC thing, too? Is, or, or is it Urban Meyer? Yeah, it's Urban Meyer. Yeah. We're, just, we're, we're commemorating everybody in the Big Ten. Come on. Uh, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Join replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. When we come back, what were the best moments of the college football weekend? And we have a bad case of old men that are violating personal space. Mm. We'll explain. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5. WFLX Fox 29, sorry, WTPV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Okay. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Theo and I literally did that last segment. Yeah. We literally... Without even thinking about it, seamlessly recreated the most expensive debate in ESPN history between Stephen A. Smith and Jay Will. That sequence right there, based on pay per talent, cost them millions. And Theo, you and I just recreated. And to be honest, I think with a little more juice. That's that. You know, those real emotions in it. And, and you emulate the pros, you know? That's like, right. I, once we got into that heated debate, I knew nowhere else to go, but what would Stephen A. say? Uh, by the way, I thought that um, it was a very good debut of Unsportsmanlike today. Uh, oh, yeah. Right here on ESPN 106.3 with our good friend, the ESPN 106.3 legend, Evan Cohen, and his new on-air pals, Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman. You can catch it if you love today, and you should have, uh, because that was good radio. Good, strong radio every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. Make Unsportsmanlike. Evan Cohen. Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, part of your morning routine again, 6 to 10 a.m. every day here on ESPN 106.3. Speaking of ESPN, speaking of debuts, uh, yesterday they had that man working on Labor Day. They had old Shannon Sharp in his first take debut with Stephen A. Smith. We're going to look back, by the way, 10, 15 years from now, and the sports talk debate show wars. Of the summer of 2023 are going to end up being the dumbest thing that have happened in sports media ever. Who's going to be with Skip Bayless? A show that seven people watches. Uh, who's going to end up with Stephen A. Smith? Uh, just the whole thing. We were so bored this summer. That's how that became a thing is who's Skip going to get on Fake First Take? And who's Stephen A. going to poach uh, and bring over to ESPN? Uh, it's just so stupid. And Skip Bayless got is bringing more people on the show than are watching it. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got. He has a, more of a cast than than viewers. It's yeah. it's stunning. It's like the Avengers up there to just bringing right. up guys and like, oh, there's a Hulk now. Like right. when Rachel Nichols pulled up to the set, I'm like, is this? Are we serious? Well, today apparently they spent the first 20 minutes uh, coming off a of college football weekend and going into the NFL talking LeBron James. Yeah. Oof, boy. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Skip, you brought in all football players. You brought in all football players. You brought in Richard Sherman. You brought in Michael Irvin. You brought in uh, Keyshawn, Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson. They played football. It's also football season. It's football season. Uh, so, so can we can we listen back to the debut of uh, of of the Screamies on Undisputed? Uh, so this was day. Can you? Can we, do we still have that? Oh, I thought you were talking about no Shannon day one. Fumbling the do bag. we have day one? day one? Uh, let, just just by contrast, we're gonna find day one last week of uh, Skip Bayless and Richard Sherman and Michael Irvin and Keyshawn Johnson and uh, j- the 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 amount of debate, the decorum. Uh, I think it's important to hear before we listen to Shannon Sharp 
uh, and his debut yesterday after spending seven years with Skip Bayless on FS1. He debuted. Yes, yeah, seven years together. Time flies oh. when you're not watching. Uh, <laughs> and and so 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 Shannon Sharp was on first take uh, on ESPN, and uh, I just I want to rate his performance a little bit. Did you did you turn it, tune into the historic Shannon Sharp debut? You think I spent my Labor Day <laughs> tapping in on some first take? I actually morning. feel badly for Shannon Sharp. They made him work on yeah. Labor Day Monday. Yeah, come on. Come on. And did you see that weird intro they had, or at least the social media media video they dropped, where they were like, Shannon was like the drill sergeant, and then Stephen A. was like listening to him, and then he was like, wait a second, but, I run this show. And the, I was like, what the hell? The people on these sports debate shows take themselves so seriously. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're setting... The uh, the parameters for sports debate every day in the United States of America and around the world. Here was day one with uh, Skip Bayless. Yes, so this is the undisputed, undisputed chaos. Skip Bayless and Richard Sherman and Keyshawn Johnson and Michael Irvin. Is this where they had the debate about uh, what's more difficult, wide receiver or DB? I'm, uh, I'm like 95% sure. All right, all right. Here's, <laughs> here's that. He finished. I told him, I said, listen, man, with all these people around you, learn to catch this ball in your body. Right. So, so in your hands, you tighten up, ball goes through you. Or you tighten up, ball That's hits the, the ground. That's the worst advice so, I've so, ever so, heard so, from so a receiver. Now. Don't catch it with your hands. Catch uh, it with your body. I don't know what me. That's the worst advice. I'm playing on this one the best to ever do it and play that game. What I'm saying is, I don't know how you can say catch it with your body and not your hands. In hell, championships on every level. What I'm talking about doing, I want championships on every level. So you, you got an idea of what, uh, what, what, how things are going on FS1. Okay, every level. Uh, this was this was uh, Shannon Sharp yesterday. His new partner, Stephen A. Smith, debuting on First Take on ESPN. Fifteen and a half sacks last season, most among defensive tackles. Yes. Shannon, is KC on upset alert if they don't get Jones back? Yes, because if you think about it, the Lions will pick to win that division. Skip this. Oh, skip so I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But then, Stone, it wasn't just once that it took place. It also happened again in the show. That's two. Count them two skips at Stephen A. Smith for Shannon Sharp. Tough. Oh, I thought it was going to be a plane this thing in audio. We don't have it. I thought we we don't have it. So so here's the thing. Can you... One more, you can't blame Shannon for slipping up like that. Um, it's not as bad as like you calling your new girlfriend your ex-girlfriend's name. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's not that bad. It's not as bad. It's not as bad, and here's why. Or calling FAU's new quarterback, Corey, when his name's Casey. <laughs> it's just as bad. WPTV. It's not as bad. It's not as bad. I just Because he was using it, it's a filler word for him at this point. Like, as he makes points, his comma but or comma and is comma skip. Yeah. And so it's part of his whole stick. It's been like that for seven well, years. It's and repetition. They look, and they look alike. So yeah, I can I mean, totally see it. <laughs> doppelgangers. Yeah. Uh, it is funny. Like me, when I'm not on the air, my crutch word or my transition is always bleeping, bleeping. Like I've got a, I've got a, 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 a sailor's mouth, right? Bleeping. Oh, okay. um, but, but his is skip, skip. Can you please give me a Shannon? Skip. There we go. Perfect. Skip. Uh, when we return, we'll talk about old men who do not respect personal space and uh, one of the most abhorrent airplane stories in human history. When we return, he's Theodore CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, WTPV News Channel 5. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.